Hello, and welcome to Tammy for a Change. I think you're going to really enjoy this next episode. Please feel free to like us on Facebook, visit us at www.upliftuniverse.com, and if you like this podcast, please feel free to share it. We love the love. Hello, Jenny. Hi, Tammy. How are you today? I am terrific. How are you? I am doing great. Thanks. Well, welcome to Tammy for a change. Well, thank you. I'm excited to have you here and glad that you decided to do this with me. Um, I just would like to start, if you would, by telling um, the listeners a little bit about yourself. Okay. Um, I live in Sparta, Wisconsin. I am um, a mom of three sons and a grandmother of one granddaughter who is quite fun at two years old. Um, I work as a nurse here in Sparta and really enjoy that. Awesome. Why don't you tell everyone, you haven't always been a nurse, right? No. Um, Due to some life changes in about 2005, when I was about 42, 43, um, I decided to go back to college to become a registered nurse. It was something I had thought about as a high schooler, but, um, you know, just was thinking, oh, math, science, they're not my greatest strong point. So I decided to not do that and did early childhood ed instead. So um, about 2099, my mom was became sick with cancer and we were going to the doctor a lot and stuff and I really got thinking about medicine again and becoming a nurse so when um that change had happened I thought okay if I'm ever going to do it this is the time to do it so I attended the technical school um close by here and got my associate's degree in nursing and then went to um Viterbo University and got my bachelor's completion So I have a bachelor's of science as a registered nurse from there. So got it all done right away because most of the medical facilities in our area were starting to require a bachelor's within a few years of um, being hired. So I thought, get it done right away. So I've been, yeah, it's been, it's a wonderful change and I'm glad I made it. So would you say that? something great came out of something not so great in your life then? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, many of us go through those kind of situations that, you know, you're in and you're thinking, I never thought this would be happening to me. But I've got three great sons out of the deal. And then I made that decision to go back to school. And I've got a career I love that I never a single day do I wish I wouldn't have done it. So that is just awesome. That's terrific. I'm going to jump into some of the questions and I that I usually ask. And one of them that I always ask everyone is what do you do to lift others? Um, so with I guess just I'm a very caring and compassionate person, you know, people tell me. So I'm always asking you know, people, how they're doing, do you need help? What can I do, you know, especially at work and in my home life and with my friends, you know, is there 
looks like there's something going on. Do you need to talk? What can I do to, um, you know, support you during this? And just always thanking people for what they're doing for me and when they're helping me and things like that. That's awesome. Um, Just try to always smile and make it a good day. Yeah, that's great. So you are in the business of caring for other people and you also do that in your spare time. What do you do to lift yourself, Jenny? Um, I actually, with, um, I work at Mayo Health Systems or Mayo Clinic Health Systems, and they had a really good program um, a few years ago that I took part in. And it really got people thinking about self-care and taking care of yourself so that you can take care of other people. And you're always giving so much of yourself, you know, at work and at home. Generally, we are as, as you know, parents and as, um, you know, spouses and just people we are in relationships with all the time. So just really got me thinking. And I started a couple practices during that Um program a few years ago. So I do get a massage frequently. I have started doing Reiki on occasion. And I do massage or I do uh, meditation quite frequently. I I'd like to do it every day, but I just don't get to it every day. But just taking that time and kind of recognizing when I do need that time, I think is important too, that it's like, you know, it was a really wild day. I just need a little bit of decompression time. Yeah, and I think that's so important for everybody to think about and to really hear that is that not only not not just people in in the healthcare profession, but everybody needs to take that time to do some things for themselves and, and to sort of just regenerate, you know, you you have a demanding life, even everyone does without right, right. And so, you know, and everything is so fast paced. I, I, myself, I, I think that just what you said about taking care of yourself in, in ways that are even just to be quiet and be in the moment, which is what meditation is, is just getting in that moment. And I think that's so important for everyone to think about that, even if it's not meditation or if it's a different kind of meditation of just going for a walk in in nature or yeah. your dog for a walk, all of those things just help us to uh, ourselves. Yeah, that is important. I know um, in on January 1st, a friend and I went to um, one of the state parks close by here. They were having a first day hike and we did that and it was we were with a group of people. It was like a guided hike and stuff, but we still had time to kind of fall back and, you know, just to take in the beauty and the whole new, the new year and think about what we have and all the plans that we've made and what we've done and what we still want to do. So it was, that was just kind of a, I love our parks and everything that we have around here. So that was just a great day to be able to do that because it was a gorgeous day too. Sure. Yeah. That's awesome. So I also would like to ask you, um, what do you believe in doing random acts of kindness? Yes. Yes, I do. What was the last random act of kindness that you performed for someone else? 
And what was the last random act of kindness you performed for yourself? And maybe you've already answered that in the hike, but go ahead and well, tackle that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, so um, these are kind of, these kind of go together. So as, as you, I, you know, I don't know how much we talk about usually, but I started intermittent fasting after listening to your podcast with Jen Stevens That's and awesome. that, um, okay got me started. So I have been doing that since November and have lost enough weight that I need to get rid of a lot of clothes, most of my wardrobe. So I have um, been giving some of that away to people who are, um, I'd come across on a website uh, through Facebook with people who need different things for various situations in their lives. So I've been able to bless a couple people with some clothing that they need for work and different things like that. Um, I think the, um, the random acts of kindness are just getting out into nature and being able to, for myself, being able to take my granddaughter who's two outside with me and do some of those things Yeah, because she loves to be outside. Yes. And yeah, to get her enjoying that. I bought her snowshoes for her birthday and we, oh, we didn't, we weren't cool. able to do, we weren't able to do go anywhere in snowshoe, but we were able to do it on our property. We've got, I've got five acres here. So she was able to snowshoe outside with me and stuff, but we weren't able to go anywhere else, but eventually we'll be able to. That's awesome. And I love that, you know, yes, with intermittent fasting, I too have been fortunate enough that. I had a whole bunch of clothes and some of it I um, gave away. I, I had given some to, it's kind of crazy how these things, you know, I always talk about random acts of kindness and how they in turn, hopefully the people you give things to, you know, pay it forward. And that yeah. is so funny how quickly that sometimes works because I gave away a lot of clothes and the one girl that I gave it to, she, she got a hold of me and, well, she said to me, you know, I looked through all those clothes and you said to just pay it forward if I didn't want the rest of them. Well, my, I, she knew some people who run a thrift shop and she was able to give it to the thrift shop, which also in turn helps other people it gives them jobs and it also um, blesses people in the community that need clothing so yeah. it was just really neat to see how that one random act of kindness turned into two or three or four random acts of kindness just in you know so quickly normally you don't see your results that fast right Right. So it was really and I think cool. just the daily stuff, you know, holding a door for somebody at, you know, a grocery store, or a quick trip or something and, you know, smiling, saying, have a great day, you know, acknowledging people. Um, you know, I think sometimes we're so busy and sometimes people just need that, you know, somebody to look them in the eye and say hi, you know, and acknowledge that there's a person there. So I try to do that all the time too. I completely agree. I actually had a person, a younger, younger person, um, kind of hurry ahead of me to grab the door and open it for me the other day. And I didn't have anything in my hands or anything. And I thought, wow, that was awesome. And, and it did, it brought a smile to my face. And I 
looked at him and said, you know, well, thank you so much. You know, he didn't have to do that. And it really, it really does brighten your day. Just something so simple and so little as holding the door and then looking somebody in the eye and saying, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. So I would like to go into a little bit about, you were telling me some of the things and I didn't even know all of the things that you're involved in. Can you just kind of tell the listeners some of the things that you actually have been involved in, in your, not just your career, but in the community? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when my kids were young, I was a Cub Scout leader and did, you know, the kids stuff and things. And then um, a few years ago, it must've been, I think it was around 2012, a gentleman in the community asked a friend and I if we'd be interested in joining the Sparta Lions Club. And um, they're a service organization in Sparta who um, do, our site is a big thing. Helen Keller asked the Lion Club, you know, years ago to help make site a priority. And um, so the Lions Club does um, the iBank transporting in our area. Oh. We support the iBank and different things like that. So that's one of the things we do. We also, um, with some of the other clubs in the area, we have, um, I don't, I can't remember what the whole term is, but basically it's a site reader. And we take that into the school districts and it just, if the, when the children look into it, it tells if they have any kind of eye issues and it just flags them. The school nurse then um, contacts the parents and says, you know, there was a screening done and it would be good for your child to go have an eye exam. So we do that uh, in the school district here and we have gathered um, school supplies at Walmart uh, and money to buy school supplies for the uh, school district in Sparta. When we do the eye reader program at child development days where they're screening the third and fourth graders going into preschool, we are able to buy books cheaply and we give each of those children a book to take home with them so families can read with them. Oh, awesome. Um, we, you know, we sell chicken at the park, but that's to get money to raise funds to do these programs that we do about, it'll be two years in December. We had a fundraiser for a young girl in Sparta who's diabetic to get a dog that would help them identify when her blood sugars were going low. Oh, wow. So that was quite an interesting program. And then, you know, to hear more about that. Um, I've also been involved with St. Clair's Mission Clinic. So that's a free clinic for people in Monroe County who don't have insurance. So I volunteer at that every couple months and um, greet people when they come in, find out how we can help them and get them ready to see a doctor. And then a newer thing that I've only been doing since... um, June of last year or so is um, there's a woman through um, the Well Woman Project of Wisconsin, and it's called the Grapevine Project. And they basically have classes, like about an hour, hour and a half program, and they train nurses to go present these to women in our community, primary women, primarily women, there can be men, but it should primarily be women. And it's a lot of like heart health and food things, bone health, mental health issues, caregiver fatigue. 
Um, so I've been able to do a couple of those and I'm hoping to get more, get more information out to people and get a few more groups that would like to have those um, kind of programs presented like church groups or schools or a book club or anything like that. So if any of your listeners know of anybody, have them contact me. So that is great. Um, there's, yeah, there's quite a few programs that they offer. So, and there's always like a free little gift that you get. Like I did bone health and that was like an exercise resistance band that we handed out and showed people how to do exercises. So fun little thing. Yeah, that is all awesome. I would have never, I didn't even know that you did all of that, Jenny. Oh, awesome. So, so when you were going through all of these, you were going through hard times and now you've kind of turned your whole life into basically you do a lot for others on a consistent everyday, almost everyday basis. And then, you know, you've also got into intermittent fasting and lost weight and all of these things. And one of the things that I always want to know is how do you keep yourself? What are the strategies you use to keep yourself from comparing yourself to others? Because I just feel like that's something that we all do. And it's something that we need to try to not do so much of. Um, I would like to, you know, everybody to hear what, what are the strategies everyone uses to try to not compare yourself? Because I just think that that it kind of poisons our mind against ourselves. Yep. And I think that's something that, you know, almost everybody needs to kind of be aware of and think about, you know, on a daily basis and be like, you know, kind of recognizing it like, hey, you know what, maybe I'm not in a great place today. And, you know, what do I need to do and kind of think about what, what are the gifts that you have to offer to people and things if you recognize you're feeling that way and just kind of take that time to maybe meditate, journal, and think about what you're doing if you have time or just that like 10 second check like, oh, I maybe feel a little jealous about something and why and what can I do to change that? So think being aware and just kind of thinking about it. And I'm glad you uh, touched on, on meditation and journaling because, you know, and you said if you have time, but I think that's one of those things that us and I'm sure especially as women, but, but everyone really should take time to journal and, and to meditate because it doesn't take, you know, it only takes a few seconds and it's, if that's all you have in a day, you know, I remember there used to be a place on my drive home from work and there was just something about coming over the top of this hill. And I would see, Sometimes I'd see the sunset <laughs> because I was coming up <laughs> late. Um, but just right there, it always seemed it was just a beautiful view. And it was just my moment that I just kind of took a breath and went, thank you for everything. Thank you for this day. And thank you for this view. And all of, you know, I, I'm sure I was thanking, thankful for my family and my children and all of the things. But that was just my spot that kind of was a reminder of this is this is where you stop and take a moment to be grateful and and be glad for your your day and your life and your time. Yeah, and that's so important in our busy busy lives, you know, that we just kind of take that breath and recognize things like that because some days it just feels like you don't even have that second, but we need to really try to find that time. 
Right. Yes. And, and kind of, you know, I had another guest on too, and she said, not only just to find the time, but to actually schedule the time. She told me how she makes an appointment with herself to, uh, to do things for herself. She actually writes it down in a calendar or puts a reminder in her phone to do things for herself. Yeah. And, you know, like that exercise thing, I was just talking to someone and she's like, you know, I decided the only way I'm doing it is if I make an appointment with myself and I write it in my calendar and I can't back out, you know, if it's written in my calendar, I can't back out. So, right, yeah, because right. we, we do it for everything else, everyone else. And we do need to take the time for ourselves and schedule that time. Exactly right. I mean, that is so true. We do it for everything and everyone else, whether it's our job, our family, our friends, total strangers, we'll do it for anyone else. Shame on us for not scheduling that time for ourselves. Right, right. So this, this whole podcast was born of wanting to put more good into the world. I just felt like there's enough negative boxes checked and there's so much, so many things. I mean, we could touch on a million different subjects that need more positivity, more optimism, more kindness, more gratitude um, in the world. And that's why I started this podcast because I wanted to, I wanted to be the change that I wanted to see in the world. And I'm just wondering, what what do you think we need to see more of? What lays heavy on Jenny's heart personally that you think the world needs more of? And what can we do I, to make it that way? Yeah, I think kindness and tolerance of people who are different is, very, is an important place to start. Um, I think, you know, doing things like you're doing and doing our random acts of kindness and, you know, talking to people about different things so they're aware of some of the things that are going on, you know, that we're doing to make life better for ourselves and other people. I think people kind of have a tendency to build off things. I think sometimes we all, it's so easy to be like the negativity. Everybody can get pulled into the negativity and think we talk about the negative stuff easier than we do the good stuff. And I think we just need to do more discussions about the good in life and the world that we're seeing and things. The newspapers and the, well, the, the social media and the TV and the, you know, news is just so negative and feeds off so much negativity. I just think things like what you're doing and trying to make the world better is a little bit of a time is how we're going to make those changes. Yes. Yes. I totally agree. And, you know, I just listened to, I'm listened to a lot of podcasts um, and I just heard one the other day and, and he said, try to never speak negatively about anyone or anything. And I thought, wow, those are some words to live by. He said, try to not say, don't, don't put any of those negative words out into the world. Just try to be the person who never does that. And I thought, wow, if we could all, even if, <laughs> even if half of us lived by that, it would be a, a change in the world. If all we did was try to, you know, if, it, like he said, if it enters your mind, push it away and put something positive there. Yeah. Yep. I mean, that is just so powerful to me. And, and I think, you know, a long time ago, I had heard 
um, someone else, a friend of mine said the same thing. He was saying, I think that, you know, you need to uh, speak only positive things about everyone and everything. Try to be the most positive person, you know, and I just, I just think that's huge. If we can just do that, that one little thing, this whole thing too, a part of why I even started this was I was putting every time I saw something on social media that was negative, I would try to post two positive things and it kept getting harder and harder and harder. And You know, it's funny. I, I don't know if it's just kind of everybody's getting sick of it at the same time or if this and the other my website and things like that really are making a difference but I am starting to see more positive things in my feed good good maybe maybe we're making a change a little at a time like you said so what yeah so what about what is the biggest change that you wish to see in the world I hope that our grandchildren can be in a better place than we are now with the positivity and the good things going on in the world. I hope we can make that happen. I love that. You know, we have grandchildren about the same age and I, I hope that for them too. I truly do. That would be an amazing thing. So I, the next thing I always ask everyone, and I didn't prep you for this, Jenny, so I'm sorry, but do you, do you have any questions for me? And also, is there anything that you just want to talk about that I haven't asked you about, but you just would like, because you have a platform and a place to say it, something that you think the world needs to hear? I, I guess the one thing that, you know, I'd like to bring up, you know, I'm thinking some of your podcast listeners are in our area and just, you know, we've got so much, so many natural resource type areas in our area in Western Wisconsin, you know, the state parks, the state forests, the, all the, you know, national forest up North and things that are so close. And I hope that people are getting out and enjoying those and seeing those that was a goal I've kind of been thinking about is making an effort to get to all of those places that I have not been before in our area of Wisconsin and trying to support them if I can so just a try to keep those kind of things the way they are the state parks and you know I was at Pearl Park recently and I was at Wildcat recently this winter and it's like we have such a such a great area and all of this educational and geological area here that's so impressive and so many people don't aren't aware of it and don't go visit those places and I'd like to get people doing more of that kind of stuff. I absolutely Um, agree. That is awesome. We do need to, I mean, I feel, and I feel that way about everywhere, that we only have so much time on this planet to see all the things that we want to see and do all the things we want to do. And, you know, why, you know, there is, there is just no reason to not get out there and enjoy those things. And moreover, you know, we, 
if we don't continue to support them and we don't continue to take advantage of them, quite frankly, we're going to lose them because uh, the, the government is not going to see the value in those things and they will see the value in the property, in the land. So I completely 100% agree with you. We need to support them any way we can and, you know, get out and visit Lake Wazee, go see Perot, go see Wildcat. And for the people that don't live near here, you know, if you get a, get to Wisconsin and get a chance, get a hold of me, I'll, I'll direct you. There's lots of things to see. Well, and I'm sure all over the U.S., wherever people are, there's places close by that, yes. you know, people just don't take the time to do like a, you know, mini day trip. I know there's a lot of people who don't make the time to travel. It's a financial burden or they don't have the time away from work or things. But even just doing a small little half day trip or a day trip to see something that's kind of close to you where you've never been before and just open your eyes to things that are in your area is such a great, great way to learn more about the world and your area and yourself. A lot of times you learn something about yourself. You know, I didn't, I didn't think I could walk, you know, a half mile and I was able to walk to see that or something, you know, so that kind of stuff. And and just to, you know, just what you said, go walk. And it's amazing how much you do learn about yourself when you do that. We just were, we were recently in Hawaii and we walked from our hotel to the top of Diamond Head and back. And it was about um, 12 miles, I think. And it was just a beautiful place, but yeah, you, you're up at the top and you're thinking, I don't even remember how hard those last few really steep <laughs> steps were now because I see yeah. this beauty, you know so yeah. yes it's yeah. amazing and that's a great thing to bring up and and too if even if you live in a city and you can't do it you can't get out in the country there's city parks that you can take advantage of and just see all the goodness there is to see in the world and the nature and and show your kids you know get them get them out of the out of the house and away from the the video games and the TV and show them what the world has to offer. Yeah, that's so important. I think, you know, we, with the way the world is changing and all the electronics and the technology and everything, it's like, you know, I know my granddaughter could pick up a phone and do stuff on it when she was like, 10 months old, you know, and stuff. It's like, they just see people doing it and they, do it and sometimes sometimes children and young adults just haven't had that experience of getting outside and doing things so just something I feel is important and I always tried to do with my children and I I think it's still an important thing for them in their lives and I hope it continues to be yes that's awesome completely agree with you so did you have any questions for me Jenny um, well, you bringing up your trip to Hawaii and your hike, was there anything else that really got you thinking about um, how, you know, changing the world and different things like that? Oh, goodness. So the first thing that springs to mind is the amount of homeless people that are there. It's truly a problem. You can't walk 
I, you, you are hard pressed to walk a city block without seeing a homeless person and sometimes two or three. So that, that really hit me hard and not because I didn't know that there were homeless and not because I didn't, you know, just, I guess just the fact that, you know, there's so much, you could tell that there was a lot of mental illness in some of those people. You could tell that there was some drug and alcohol abuse in some of those people. And I think those are the ones that bothered me the most that I wish that I could do something more for them. And I guess, I guess what I took away from it the most is just to keep, you know, keep doing what we're doing to try to do as much as we can for any, anybody that we know that's struggling and to just empathy, you know, like you said, we, we need more kindness and more um, looking, you know, just tolerance for people. We don't know their story. Everyone has a story and, and you don't know their story. And you don't know what got them there. So just, I guess, compassion and empathy for everyone, everyone on the planet is very important because I look, looked at those people and I thought, you know, they're probably somebody's father. They're definitely somebody's brother or uncle or son or sister. And it, my heart just goes out to them. And so if you have somebody struggling with those issues, you know, try to get them some help and, and don't be afraid to step in and help them because then it won't get to that point, you know? Yeah. And that is a big, the mental health and the addictions and so many people are self-medicating with illegal drugs and alcohol, legal alcohol because of their untreated mental health issues. I think that is a huge problem. And we just do not have the resources to help all of those people. So just trying to do what we can to help them and get, you know, direct them to places that may be able to help them is so important, but it is definitely an underserved population. And I know from, you know, my nursing career and just some friends and things that it is a very underserved area. So hopefully we can make some changes towards that and get um, help that people need. And, you know, maybe if somebody hears this that can, if they're looking to get involved, maybe there's a homeless shelter they can help at, or maybe there is a it, you know, some type of institute where they can go and, and be helpful with, with their time if they're looking to get involved um, in their local yeah. area. Yeah, yep. I mean, I know of a few different places in the Sparta area. I don't, you know, in La Crosse, I don't really know much further out than that. But I know there are places that are definitely trying to help people with homelessness and addictions and things. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe you can uh, send me those, Jenny, and I'll put those in the show notes. So if anybody is interested, we can get some of that information out there. Okay. Yep, I can do that. That would be awesome. Do you have anything else you would like to add? Um, I don't think so. I think we've covered a lot of a lot of stuff here. So the only thing <laughs> I the only other thing I really have is I'm just I'm just curious what 
when you were going through all of the tough stuff and you were in places that weren't so great, what was that thing, that driving force that made you tackle it and get out of those places and say, you know what, I'm not going to dwell on where I'm at. I'm going to go back to school and I'm not going to dwell on my, my mom's illness. I'm going to try to, you know, work on other things or even, you know, just working on your, just this continuous working on yourself and, and helping others all the time. What do you think is the driving force that caused you to do all that? Um, one thing, which is kind of, kind of not the greatest, but a comment that was, um, someone had told me that I could never be a nurse. Um, someone had mentioned that to someone else and they let me know that. And, um, that was really the driving force to be like, I can do this and I, I am able to do this and I will do it. Um, but so basically it was a let's prove them wrong (laughs) kind of yeah for for the nursing thing and (laughs) stuff and um you know a lot of it is just like for my kids I needed to be there for my kids and I felt I needed to you know do the best I can and show them that you know you just keep pushing through and you have tough times but you you do what you need to do and you figure out the best way for you to do that. So that I think was really the, the other thing that, you know, kept me going and taking care of other people and my siblings and things when all that was going on with my mom. But then it got to be the point where it was, you know, my family and I needed to be able to support myself um, well And as I got closer to retirement and things, I was lucky enough to be a stay-at-home mom for a lot of my life with my kids. So I um, did need to get out and get some retirement and things like that going too. So just that making the best for my family that I could and for myself. So I think that's great. And, you know, even even though it came from a negative statement, I think that's important too for our listeners to listen to what you said, you know, maybe, maybe they're going to hear somebody say to them, Hey, you'll never be able to do this. So, or you're not good enough, or they hear a negative comment in their life. And I think that this is just an important thing for them to hear that you can take that negative comment and turn that into something positive too. You don't have to listen to them. That's what they're saying, but that doesn't have any reflection on who you really are or what you really are or what you really can be. All that is about is is something in them and in their story that's causing them to say that to you. But you can take that negative thing that they're talking about and say, I that. Oh. I was like, oh, I hope it no, wasn't it me. Was me. I thought I had an stir, but no. apparently I didn't. <laughs> oh, I don't either. So hopefully it hasn't done anything weird with no. me. But oh, um, yeah, and just you know, because there are people who, I mean, I've been, I've always been fairly strong, and you know, been able to, um get through things and do what I needed to. But there are people who 
are not that way. And hearing a comment like that could have made some people be like, you know what, I am not smart enough to be a nurse or I, I, I'm not able to be a nurse. I won't be able to get through nursing school. And I think we need to really try to think about what we're saying to people, especially children and, you know, just doing those positive affirmations and, you know, just, um, you know, I've got a granddaughter, so it's like, oh, you know, oh, you're so cute or you're so pretty. We're trying to stay away from that and be like, oh, you're really brave because I could tell you were scared to go across that um, bridge on the climber, but you were really brave because you did that. Yes. And just some of those kind of words to make sure that children are hearing that kind of stuff. Um, the positive things that because there is negative in the world and they're going to hear that from you know, numerous places, you know, TV shows or kids on the bus or things like that. They're going to hear some of that kind of stuff, no matter what we try to do with them, but just try to build them up and let them know that they are good and they're worthy and they deserve these things and not, um, you know, not doing so much. Oh, you're so cute or look at your pretty hair and yeah. your pretty dress yeah, and exactly. things like right. that. So but I think, too, and it's so I, important to do that for kids. But, you know, we don't do that for, for adults enough either. Right. You know, when, right. when we're complimenting people, a lot of times we are saying, oh, cute shoes, cute hair. And I think it is important for us to celebrate those successes. Even as adults, we should be saying, hey, good on you for volunteering at St. Clair's Mission. And, and I'm so impressed that you help with. Uh, when when you go and and give your time to things like well woman program I mean that that's amazing and and I, I don't think we do that enough for each other yeah yeah and I don't want people to think you know when I said oh like I have this granddaughter and stuff that it's only girls I mean boys need that oh, kind yeah. of stuff too yeah. I mean we, you know, just, I don't want it to come across like a female male thing, but I guess because I had three sons and it was different, you know, just kind of different stuff. You weren't thinking about that. People weren't complimenting her on or them on, oh, your hair's so cute, you know, or something like that. So it's like, we're trying to make a conscious effort that if people do make comments like that to children to try to do something that, you know, oh, that's great, you know, um, that you did that. I'm so glad you said that or good job, you know, saying this word or doing this or that, yeah. and, you know, the high fiving at the playground the other day, there was another little girl there and everybody was high fiving, you know, her and um, my granddaughter too. And it was the parents and grandparents that were there. So it was really kind of cool to see that and that there's other people who are doing that kind of stuff too with their children. Yes, so. that is great. I think that's so important. And I know too with with my he is very thoughtful and I'd have really make a huge if he can say to me he's only two and or three now, he just turned three and and he'll say things like Grandma, how was your day at work today, Grandma? I mean, it's just like, oh my gosh, that yeah. is so thoughtful. And I just make a big deal out of it because I don't think that we nurture those things enough, you know, how awesome of him to take the time to ask me how my day was as a three-year-old. 
Yeah. And you don't want them to lose exactly that. Exactly right. You don't want them to you lose know, that. that. So many things that society knocks out of our children. And like you said, it's, you know, a lot of times it's the girls get are always, oh, you're pretty and your dress is cute. And, and with boys, it's more of a, you know, be tough and be hard and, you know, toughen up and boys don't cry. And, you know, I think it's better that we are nurturing them to say, I'm so glad you're being sensitive and worrying about someone else and taking care of each other and giving your sister or brother that piece of candy that you didn't have to save, (laughs) you know, from grandma's house. Yeah. So yeah, it's, yeah, it's good. That's very good stuff. I'm, I'm glad we touched on that today. Well, Jenny, that is all I have. I just, at this point, I want to thank you so much for doing this. And I want to acknowledge you for everything that you're doing. You're, you're caring and compassionate and helpful person that you are and how you are, you know, volunteering for different things and taking care of yourself because that's so important and working hard to raise great kids and grandchildren that, that will do the same thing how important all of that is. So I just acknowledge you for all of that. Thank you. Well, and thank you for doing your podcasts and your website and everything. It's, it's great. And it's good to be able to, I enjoy hearing, you know, the different people that you've had on the podcasts and just the different thoughts that people have and things. It's always, you always learn something. I think somebody had asked me like the intermittent, fasting podcast she's like so what are they talking about just their life and their experience and stuff and I said yeah but I learned something new every day um you know a little hint or a tip or it just gets you thinking about something so so thank you for thank you for saying that I learned something every time also all right well thanks so much Jenny and I will look forward to getting um those those things from you that we can put on the show notes and so people can get some of the um, information and we can get it out there and also if you'd send me the information about well woman we'll get that on there as well okay sounds awesome. good thanks a lot tammy have a great thanks night so much, jenny you too bye-bye yeah okay bye-bye Thank you so much for listening to Tammy for a Change. We hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we enjoyed making it. Please subscribe to us, Tammy for a Change podcast. Like us on Facebook at Uplift Universe. And check out our page at www.upliftuniverse.com. Let's create a community of people who are the change we wish to see in the world and lift each other up, up, up. So you may not know this about me, but I'm kind of an all-natural girl. I really don't like slathering my body with a bunch of chemicals. That's why I love Native. Native body wash, Native deodorant, and now they have Native toothpaste, which I have not tried yet, but it is on my list. Their products are paraben-free, they are sulfate-free, and they are cruelty-free. It's not a chemistry experiment, people. It's deodorant and body wash. That's why I love Native.